Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And we're about to make some candy. I have been making this recipe for probably 20 years. And it started from something that I had seen and decided to try. And over time, I modified not the actual chemistry, because this is chemistry and it has to be done in a certain way or it isn't going to set right. I got some ideas about how to do it a little more easily. And I keep making it, sometimes even when I really, 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 really don't want to make it, because people love this candy. I get more compliments and more requests for this than any other recipe that I make. And I ended up renaming my version of it Almond Addiction. And it's an almond toffee with chocolate that people really can't seem to stop eating it. If it's out, people continue to eat it. And that's probably because it's a combination of sweet and salty that is kind of irresistible. I'm gonna give you a couple of do-aheads to start with. And I've already done one of them because it's noisy. You're gonna take a, a nine by 13 baking pan and line it with a long stretch of foil so that the foil goes out over the edge on the ends to kind of make handles so that you can pick the finished product up out of the baking pan when it's all done. And actually, if you're lucky, have a clean pan. The other thing you wanna do ahead is heat your oven to 375. We need to toast some almonds. I'm gonna keep talking at you for a little bit while you start some of those things. And if you need to pause me, you can go ahead and do that. In addition to the nine by 13 pan, here are the things you're gonna need. The foil, and you need some sliced almonds. I suppose you could use slivered almonds. I use sliced, we're gonna chop them up anyway. I wouldn't use whole almonds because we need to toast them and a whole almond wouldn't have enough surface to get the toast. You need a two to three quart heavy saucepan, your oven, We've already set that oven at 375. You need a cup of butter, which is two sticks. And if you have it, a candy thermometer. I'm sorry, this is kind of a picky recipe. I mean, it's not picky, it just uses a lot of tools. It's a little bit harder than some of my other recipes. It's mostly just that you have to watch it and you have to stir it more than anything else. And you have to measure stuff. Uh, you need sugar, regular plain old sugar. If you have a food scale, that's handy, but I'll tell you how to get around that in a minute. You need corn syrup. You need milk chocolate chips. 
You need a, a wood or a silicone spoon or stirring implement. And you need a microwave or a double boiler. See, it's a lot of tools. Sorry about that. I would say it's going to take us probably 10 minutes to do the prep, which is the foil of the oven and toasting the almonds. It's going to take probably 20 minutes to cook. And then you got to let it rest a couple of times before you can do the finishing touches. Each of those times is probably 45 minutes worth. And you can speed that up, I guess, by putting it in the fridge. I do sometimes. Or you could just not be in a hurry and let it sit overnight even. It's not going to hurt anything to do that. To see the list of these tools before you start work, you can always visit the website, which is thecookalongpodcast.com. It'll show you the tools. It'll show you the ingredients. And it'll show you a picture of your finished product in case you want to see what it should look like or if you want to just look at it and see if it tempts you enough to go ahead and make it. This particular recipe, I highly recommend measuring and setting everything out ahead of time. I am in the process now of measuring my sliced almonds onto a cookie sheet so I can put them in the oven and toast them. You need one and three quarters cups. You might be tempted to use a small cookie sheet. If you have a bigger one, I would use the bigger one because if you can get it in a single layer, sorry, getting out my loud cookie sheet. If you can get it in a single layer, they'll toast faster. Once those almonds are spread out on your cookie sheet, you wanna put them into a preheated 375 degree oven and you're gonna cook them for five to eight minutes and just keep an eye on them. Just watch them so that they don't burn. This is a really easy thing to do. The only hard part about it is not letting them burn. I cannot begin to tell you how many times these suckers have burned at this stage and I have to start over. And of course, you know, nuts of any kind aren't cheap. I bet you I burn them almost half the time and have to start again. Get out two cubes of butter. That's two sticks. Each of them is a half a cup. You need a whole cup of butter. Into a bowl, measure one and one-third cups of regular granulated sugar. Into another bowl, measure one tablespoon of light corn syrup plus three tablespoons of water. Those can just sit together. Most of these I'm asking you to keep separate because this is chemistry and candy doesn't work like other things where it'll come out sort of okay if you get the measurements a little wrong or the temperature a little wrong. Candy will not work if you don't get the chemistry right. So we have to set everything out and be ready to do things at the last minute. Don't let that intimidate you. It's really not going to be hard once you get everything set out. In another bowl, this is a bowl heavy recipe, you're gonna want to put eight ounces of milk chocolate chips. And if you don't have a food scale, which is obviously the most accurate way to get a measurement of four ounces, it's a scant two thirds of a cup. So you can measure that into a bowl and then do that again. You need two identical bowls of four ounces of milk chocolate chips. Most people have semi-sweet chocolate chips around their house. You can use those. I live in a, a family who mostly prefers the darker chocolates, but on this particular recipe, for whatever reason, the contrast of the dark chocolate with the almond is not as seductive as the milk chocolate with the toffee. So I recommend the milk chocolate if you're willing to go to the store to get it. If not, go ahead and try your semi-sweet chocolate chips. You also have to have your pan out and when we get the almonds out of the oven, we're gonna divide those into two more bowls. Yes, it is a bowl heavy recipe. So uh, go away, run away, come back, 
when you're ready with your toasted almonds. And oh, there's one more thing you're going to need. You're going to need a way to chop up these nuts. I have a little nut grinder thing that I use where it grinds it down into a jar, but you can just use a rolling pin, place them on the cutting board and roll them out until they crumble into small pieces. Or you can use a knife and chop them up, but we don't want them this full size. We want them in little tiny bits. So that's another do ahead. Once those almonds are spread out on your cookie sheet, you wanna put them into a preheated 375 degree oven and you're gonna cook them for five to eight minutes and just keep an eye on them. Just watch them so that they don't burn. And we will start actually making some candy. All right, my almonds are toasted and I've ground them up in a little hand crank grinder. I recommend that you not use a food processor. You might be tempted, but you want a kind of a coarse grind on these and a food processor is gonna smithereen it, so you don't really want that. And then I have to change something I told you earlier because I was mistaken. We're gonna divide the almonds a little differently than what I said. So you're gonna need three bowls for the almonds. That's the bottom line. You need three quarters of a cup in one bowl. You need two half cups because it goes on each side of the candy once you're done. That's not really important that you keep that accurate because honestly, a bunch of it's gonna fall off when you make the candy anyway, and you're gonna add whatever you have left over from the first batch to the second batch. So I'm gonna go over those things once again. What I have in front of me here is a bowl of one and one third cups sugar. I have a bowl that contains one tablespoon of corn syrup and three tablespoons of water. I have a bowl that contains three quarters of a cup of sliced chopped toasted almonds. I have two more bowls of sliced chopped toasted almonds, each with a half a cup in them. And I have two bowls, each with four ounces of milk chocolate chips in them. You're also gonna need your candy thermometer handy. And I actually don't use a candy candy thermometer. I use just a regular thermometer that, that shows you the degrees. So I could use it for meat. It's got a probe that I can stick into a roast, but I use the probe in the candy. There is another way to do this if you don't have a candy thermometer. For that, you'll need a glass of cool water set next to you. If you need to do this, it's fine. It is not as precise, and I can't promise that you'll get the kind of texture that you really want in this candy if you're using that method. But when it gets to the point where you think it's about ready, if you take a drip of the almond stuff we're about to make and drip it into the glass of cool water, and it separates into hard, brittle threads. It's an okay way of measuring if you don't have any other option. But I like the security of knowing that I see it hit 300 degrees, which is what we're aiming for here. So go ahead and put your two cubes of butter into the pan and turn your saucepan on to probably about medium high and let the butter melt. As soon as the butter has melted, we're gonna start reaching for some of these other pre-measured ingredients. I use a silicone spoon when I make this or a silicone spatula. Either one is fine. You don't really need a spoon. You can also use wood. If you try to use a metal one, I think you're going to find that it gets too hot in your hand and also that it isn't as good at scooping up some of the crystals that are going to form along the sides of the pan. You can leave me here. Go do your own thing watching that butter melt. It's not going to take too long. Come back to me as soon as it's all melted.
All right, are you back? Got a pool of melted butter in front of you? Into that pool of melted butter, pour your bowl of sugar, all of it. Just pour it in and you're done with that bowl. Into that same spot in the pan, pour your bowl full of water and corn syrup. Scrape it all out of there. The corn syrup's gonna stick to the bottom. And then you stir it together and then we wait. You need to keep stirring. This is the long part. I'm gonna give you some tips. So when you see that it's turned to sort of golden brown and it's starting to smoke just a little bit, the thermometer's probably gonna read 285 or so. The mixture's gonna boil and bubble and steam while it's still kind of a butter yellow. It's gonna turn a darker brown and there will come a point when you think you're about to burn it. And that's when we do the next step. So have your thermometer handy and don't be afraid. Everything's gonna be okay. Be sure your thermometer isn't touching the bottom of the pan. You wanna measure the mixture's temperature, not the pan's temperature. Keep stirring, even with the thermometer in there, just sort of stir around it. Mine went from butter yellow to sort of butter scotch yellow, and now it's kind of the color of brown sugar. And it's telling me that the color of brown sugar happens at about 260 degrees. And again, I've got steam coming up, but not smoke. So we're still okay, I'm watching that thermometer. This is the slow part. The first part gets to like 250 or 60 degrees pretty fast. And sometimes after that, particularly in the last 15 degrees, it can take a long time. Okay, I'm at 280 now. It's going up pretty fast. Now it looks sort of like coffee with cream in it color. Oh my goodness, now it's at 293. Gone back down. Okay, and it is starting to smoke a little bit. Back to 288. Like I said, this is the part where it takes a while. Don't be tempted to take it off early. You won't get what you want. All right, I got 300 degrees. If you don't yet, keep going. It needs to come off at exactly 300 degrees. And the minute you take it off, you take that three quarters of a cup of almonds and you pour it in there and stir it up. You need to do that pretty quickly. And then you pour the whole thing, once the almonds are stirred in, yeah, boy, it's still smoking. Then you're gonna pour it right into the foil-lined pan and let it sort of spread out. It's gonna look kind of burned. Don't worry, it's really almost sort of chocolate color. Mine is right now. It's smoking like the Dickens. I think I didn't get it off till about two degrees too late. And that can make it taste a little bit burned, but you know what? It isn't any worse for that. Okay, once it's in the pan, just sort of spread it out. Make sure it gets into the corners and that it's all about the same depth. And then here comes the part we just have to leave it alone for a bit. We're gonna leave it for about 10 minutes. And then we're gonna come back and we're gonna slice it up a little bit. And that's not necessary. I do it because I can get sort of squares-ish that way and because the pieces aren't too big or too small. You don't have to do that, but we'll come back in a few minutes and score it with something that might make it break more easily later. All right, off you go. This may take a little bit. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, here's the optional step. When you touch the candy and it still gives, but it's also not rock solid yet, you can take um, a chef's knife or a pizza cutter and score the candy. Now, that doesn't mean cut it all the way through. It means make a nice deep cut. You're gonna watch it just sort of fade into itself. But I find that sometimes this encourages the candy later to break closer into squares. So what I've done is just made five cuts the short direction and three cuts the long direction to make a total of six times four, 24 pieces of candy. Again, that's an optional step because it will break later. It'll just be uh, weird shapes, triangles and whatever. But you know what? It's going to do that anyway. So do this if you feel like it. Otherwise, just skip it. And now we have to let the candy just sit. And it needs to be completely cool because we're going to put some melted chocolate on it and we want that to, you know, solidify when we do that. So let it sit until you can tell that it's completely cool. You can put your hand on it and there's no heat coming back. That's going to be at least a half an hour, probably closer to 40 or 45 minutes. Go do something else now. We can't do anything to this candy. Come back to me when it's cool and I'll tell you the next step.
Are you ready? You ready for the next step? I usually get really impatient. I just want it done. So here's the next thing you're going to do. Be sure that one of your bowls of chocolate chips is in a microwavable bowl. And then you put it in your microwave and turn the power down really low. And what we have to do is just keep checking it because it can burn and we don't want it to do that. It can also go bad if there's any drop of water or anything in there. And you won't know that probably until it does it. It'll sort of go powdery and dry and burned. Anyway, we won't talk about that any further because that's not what's gonna happen, okay? So here we go, we're doing a minute on three. I have a rubber spatula ready to test it. We want it to a point where it's melted enough to be spread over the top of the almond candy that we made. And then you're also gonna wanna have one of your half cup bowls of chopped almonds handy. All right, here we go, coming out of the oven. And I think my guess is we're gonna need to do that again. Yep, they're not ready, nowhere near. All right, doing that again. This is another thing I have burned. And you know, when you're checking them, they need to be, the bottom ones should be melty. If the top ones aren't, don't worry about it because as you stir it with your spatula or your spoon, you're gonna find that the heat from the melted ones takes care of the ones that haven't melted yet. And if you just stir it for a bit, it'll all melt. You know, I think in order to make the painting of the chocolate a little easier, I'm now gonna use the foil handles to lift my candy out of the pan. And I'm gonna spread the foil out flat a little bit. So I'm not trying to work around the edges of the pan. All right, here we go. Let's see how we've got this. Sometimes you can't even tell that it's melted because they just, they look kind of the same. I'm just stirring the chocolate so that the bits that haven't melted yet do so. And when I've got it all smooth and there aren't any more lumps left in here anymore, your hopefully, ears will hopefully be ready also about the same time. We're just going to use the rubber spatula and scoop all of that out of the bowl and onto the top of the candy. And then use the rubber spatula to spread it around evenly. There we go. Okay, just spreading it. It's like frosting a cake. Don't let it get too thick. Don't let it get too thin. Take it all the way to the edges. Spread it as evenly as you can, because it's about to be a kind of glue. I know that sounds appetizing, doesn't it? Um, but it's true, okay. So now you've got the chocolate. If you got the chocolate all spread around, just using my finger to scrape the spatula, okay? And then I use the spatula to scrape my finger. You know how that goes. Even if you don't do a lot of cooking, it's the thing that we all do. Now, I'm gonna take one of those bowls of chopped almonds and sprinkle it over the top of this as evenly as I can. And then get ready with a spoon because we're gonna try to smash some of this down in because there's nothing really to make the almonds stick except the chocolate and, and we want the chocolate to be encouraged to hold onto it. So I use a, a soup-sized spoon and I just gently mash it into the chocolate. Be aware that this effort will be partly wasted because these are all gonna, not all, but a lot of them are gonna fall off when we do the next step. Patting them down in. Yes, some of them are sticking to the spoon. I don't really care. Most of them are staying where I put them. Okay, now comes another hard part. We have to wait again. And if you want to, you can speed this part up by putting it in the refrigerator. 
It's either going to sit on your counter for probably another 40 minutes, half an hour anyway, or you're going to put it in your refrigerator if you've got space for it. And that's what I'm going to do because I don't like waiting. I may or may not have said that before. I'm not a really patient person when it comes to cooking. I want it now. And it's going into my refrigerator. Yeah, why don't you just do the same? There's no reason to wait unless you don't have any room in your refrigerator. And you can keep the bowl that you used earlier because we're going to do that again on the other side. So just let that sit around for a bit and come back to me when your chocolate is completely set. It's not shiny anymore. When you touch it, it doesn't come off on your finger. It's really like a hard chocolate chip would have been before we started melting it. When it's that hard, come back and we will finish this up. Now that your chocolate has cooled and is nice and hard, you want a piece of foil. Get a piece of foil that's about the same size as, well, a little bigger than the candy. About the same size you got before, or you could use wax paper. I'm gonna try wax paper today. And put it over the top of the candy. So you got this sheet of candy, you're putting wax paper over the top. Then you're gonna take the whole thing, holding the top sheet of foil or wax paper down and turn it over. And it has to be done kind of quickly. Peel off the foil. And here's where you're gonna lose a lot of those almonds. It's just the way of things. Let it go. Don't worry about it. And my candy just broke in half. Uh, right down the middle at one of my scores. I'm gonna push it back together for the purposes of what we have to do next, which is exactly what we did before with the chocolate and the nuts. Make sure there aren't any little pieces of foil that got left behind and put your bowl of the second four ounces of chocolate in your microwave. This time I'm gonna take it to three and I'm gonna do it a minute and a half this time. I had a little piece of foil stuck in a crevice and I've pried that out. I've got my spatula ready to test the chocolate. Now I don't really need to go into a lot of detail on this next part because all we're gonna do is what we've already done. You're gonna spread the chocolate so that the toffee doesn't show through. All right, did you get it all smooth? All right, now we pour that, scrape that out onto the, to the toffee. Get it all out of the bowl. No sense wasting any. It's chocolate after all. Spread it around on the candy. And that's the end of the chocolate. And then you're going to use the last bowl of chopped almonds. And I'm sprinkling those over the top. And you're gonna use a spoon again to press it down. And yet again, I'm going to just tell you, you're going to lose a lot of these. Don't worry about it, but do save it. Some of the chocolate's going to crack off. Some of the nuts are going to crack off. Put that over vanilla or chocolate ice cream. It's a great quick dessert. I just keep my leftover chopped, you know, the nuts that fall off. I keep them in a little container in my freezer. And then I have them whenever I might need them. Need, that's an interesting word. When this has cooled, and again, you need to let it cool until the chocolate is completely hardened. As in, it's not shiny anymore and it doesn't come off on your finger when you touch it. At that point, you can start picking it up with your hands and breaking it apart. And then your candy needs to be stored airtight. It can be stored at room temperature or you can freeze it. If you're making gifts, 
you can do that way ahead of time at the holiday season. You can just put them in their gift containers and stick them in your freezer if you have room for them. And then they're ready to go. They're not going to deteriorate while they're in the freezer. If you refer anybody to this, now that you've made it, you probably want to send them to the website, which is, again, thecookalongpodcast.com. And that will give them the do-aheads, which I've really spelled out there in terms of the foil and the nuts and the ingredients list and the list of equipment you're going to need. For this kind of a recipe, I really recommend that you eye that carefully before you start. That's the end today. Thank you for joining me. Leave me comments on the recipe on the website and let me know if there's something you'd especially like me to tackle on your behalf. We can try that together. Meanwhile, happy cooking. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi ko-fi.com slash the cook along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.